Welcome to Business and Happiness Podcast. I'm your host, Bratzo Pobridge. This episode is sponsored by Life Success Academy, a place where you recreate your business and personal happiness. Building audience for coaches and content creators. This session is specifically created for coaches and content creators. I assume that either you are a coach, you want to become a coach, you have your coaching business, and or you are also content creator, you are going to create a course, you already have a course or number of courses, and now maybe you just want to expand your business, regardless what phase you are in right now. You can always use more help and you can always spend more time to build and rebuild your audience. This this one thing about building audience really never, never, ever stops. So again, regardless what stage you are in the business, if you're just thinking about it and or if you already have a business and you're creating courses and you're the coach and you are uh, creating so much content, regardless if it's um, as online course and or you might be just YouTube, not just. <laughs> you might be a big time YouTube creator. We know that a lot of folks uh, started and doing really amazingly well on YouTube. That's one example. So again, regardless where you are, building audience is really important. So let's get started. So first, we're going to cover uh, basics of audience building. Then we are going to cover uh, four things, four really, really important things that you must master in order to build your audience and to maintain. And then I'm going to give you a 30-day action plan. Before we go into building the basics on the audience, I'd like you to think about the role that you play in your business. The chances are, again, regardless if you coach and or content creator, and if you starting and or even if you've been doing this for a while, the chances are that you are playing so many roles. And I like you to think about this because this is really important for your business, for your schedule, for the outcome of your business, your content, your coaching programs, and so on. So what are the roles that you are playing? Let's let's look at some of these roles. Well, first of all, if you're a content creator, you are also a studio developer. You know, regardless if you just have a laptop in front of you with a you know, webcam and or mic, maybe even from a laptop and or you just have one webcam, you know, top of your laptop on the top of your monitor. Like that's really what I have right now in my office. You might have some lights uh, in the back on the side. Regardless what you have, you need to create that little studio, little content creation studio. You know, it used to be that people would really record anywhere and Honestly, I mean, it could work even today, but it really depends what you do. If I'm recording this um, video about, you know, coaching, content creation, building audience, 
and I do this in my kitchen while I'm, you know, making, <laughs> I don't know, uh, uh, you know, my, my salad for dinner or lunch or whatever, that may not be the right place to do. However, I really know, you know, I started this nine years ago uh, doing the online programs. And I, I remember folks doing just, you know, just sitting in the kitchen and doing like videos, uh, providing great content and really doing it so well. But again, today, I think you may want to think about just a little space that you need for your studio. You're also going to be your own business development manager, unless you have uh, money to hire one, which means you have to develop your business and think about what you're going to do there. You'll be your product manager regarding what product you are creating and or supporting. Guess what? Something happens and people reach out to you. Who's your customer service? It's probably you. Payment processing, you know, people just say, oh, that's easy these days. You know, all I need to do is connect to PayPal and uh, Stripe and that's it. They'll do it all for me. Guess what? They process payment for you, but there are things that you need to do. <laughs> there are things that you need to do first to make that happen and second to maintain that. What do you do if somebody is asking for a refund? Again, unless you have a team and or help, which at one point, even if you don't have today, you will have it. You're going to handle refunds. You're doing your probably your own books as a bookkeeper. You're probably doing your accounting. You know, as a final accountant, accounting, you probably give it to your tax accountants to file taxes and so on. But you're doing all of this. You're doing marketing. You're doing social media. You do your promotions. You're doing ad manager. You know, you you. A lot of people will just play pay folks to do place the ads for them. The problem with that is that they don't understand how ads work, which means that they will be spending a lot of money without really understanding why things work or don't work. I always say, if you do have a lot of money then go for it and hire a ton of people to do work for you. But even if you do and when you do, I'd like you to understand each one of these roles and more so that you can really run your team rather than your team exactly telling you what needs to be done. Are you just saying, okay, because you don't know. So again, you need to understand all of these roles. Really, really important, really important. Now. So now that we talk about all of these roles, on top of all of this, on top of so much work, you also have to build the audience. You're the one who's going to build it. So let's talk about that. So let's talk about social media briefly. Look, we all know about social media these days. Um, you might be on YouTube or LinkedIn or Facebook as your personal account. Maybe you're on Twitter, maybe on TikTok. Maybe you are creating and or thinking of starting on your own podcast or blog and so on. Regardless where you are, social media these days does play a very, very important role. I want to share something with you that I recently learned um, or rather relearn in a mastermind group that I belong to um, for business. And uh, that is that YouTube 
we all know that there are so many people who made it big time on YouTube. I mean, just huge. And uh, I was just listening to another person the other day who, who's basically been doing YouTube for 10, 11 years, created uh, some, you know, a couple of different businesses, has its own media company, his own media company. And basically says that, you know, when the question came up, can you do this today? And the answer was, look, there was somebody who started three months ago and has almost as many YouTube followers as we have. So the answer is yes. But is it going to take a lot of work? Yes. But the reason I mention YouTube is because YouTube is really a search engine. And really just this is this little secret that, you know, I'm personally going to work on. Uh, that basically when people search for something, you know, what do you do when you need to fix something? You go to YouTube, right? And you say, hey, you know, I fixed a dryer recently just by going to YouTube. So instead of spending, you know, 500 bucks, I spent 25 on a part and I even, hey, I replaced it. So can you. So basically, uh, again, good, good um, social media channel to think about it. But again, just look where your audience is. I made the mistake in the past where I was really trying to be everywhere. And that's really, everybody tells you, and, and I knew this, everybody tells you, don't be everywhere. Pick something that, you know, where your audience is and be there. The other thing is that as far as social media, do you really like to be on social media? Some people love it. And if you do, this is the way to go. If you don't, if you don't, Let's talk about it. Maybe you don't need to be on social media. Okay, let's talk about, this question comes up all the time. And I just thought everybody knows the answer, but it seems like that we're still struggling. Social media versus email list. What's more important? So <laughs> what's the difference? Let's first start, what's the difference? There's a huge, huge difference between social media and email list. What's the main difference? You don't own social media. Anything and everything that you do on social media is owned by that social media channel. If you're on Facebook, Facebook owns it. Everything from users to everything, to content to everything. One day, either, you decide to leave and or they can just kick you out for whatever reason. We already know that so many people got kicked out from multiple social medias. You're dead. <laughs> Thank God you're not really dead, dead. But as far as your, your, your cont, um, not just content, but as far as your contacts, you basically lost all your followers, you, even if you had millions. So social media is good, but it's good for what, right? And then what's the difference? Email list, although people keep saying for how many, like 10 years probably has been that everybody's saying, well, not everybody, but most people say, well, email is dead. Nobody needs email anymore. We have social media. Well, guess what? Email list is still one of your biggest business assets because this is how you do business. Social media is how you um, get your credibility it used to be you can sell on social media. I used to sell on social media. Today, 
chances are you're not going to sell anything on social media. You're creating credibility, right? So that so that you can sell something later on using your email list, using the ads and so on. When you have your email list and you keep building your email list, you are building your audience. You own that email list. You maintain it. You use it any way you wish. You create all these sequences. You create funnels. You do so many things with email lists. And that is what you need to build. Email list is really what you need to build. Now, the question often come up, do I have to be on social media? And there are experts that will tell you, I actually just attended the webinar the other day. Uh, and it, again, actually it wasn't a webinar, it was in the same mastermind group. And one of the uh, well-known individuals says, you really have to be on social media these days. And I'm sorry, I'm gonna tell you that you don't have to be. You don't have to be on social media. You may have to adjust your uh, the way you do business. You might have to do a little more ads, which you don't have to do anyway, right? But if you hate social media, then you know really don't be on it. I, I, there are a number of my colleagues who, and I'm not going to mention name. You already know some of these people, well known, uh, who are so active, you know, for like seven, eight years, going back, you know, ten years ago. And now they are closing social media channels. Is that what you're going to do? I don't know. I'm not telling you to close it, to open it, or to do anything. But I'm just telling you that you don't have to have a social media. It's nice to have. It's nice for credibility. For some folks that already have a credibility, already established that, it's not necessary. Nice to have. Again, some people do a lot of challenges. They do a lot of sale, indirect sale via social media. Nice to have, you don't have to have. Okay, do you have to have an email list? Well, <laughs> if you want to have a business, I would say you have to have email list. You have to have uh, your contact list. You have to have you know, some folks that you are going to provide all your information, to share the information, to uh, uh, and not just really to sell, but people you're going to serve, and that is your email list. So I would say email list is uh, really a must. If you want to have your business online, if you want to have a global business, then email list is a must. And people will say, well, I don't have an email list. You know, it's easy for these folks who have, you know, 100,000 people on email list, they can do business. Guess what? They also started just like you with no one. <laughs> with no one. So all you need to do is start your email list, right? Put yourself first. <laughs> it is. Now you have one, one contact, right? Get some of your friends and family who are possibly, possibly going to use some of your products and services, and then just start building it little by little. Start building a little by little. It really is important. Now, so let's move on to these four things that you need to know to master audience building. So what's the number one? The one thing that we really have to know and really do well is research. And I must say, based on my research, based on what my many of my colleagues do or don't do, this is one thing that a lot of people don't do a good job. And why is that? You know, I think it's because a lot of us started 
as a part-time. We had like hour or two here and there. We couldn't really invest a lot of time in research. We did a couple of videos. You know, we created a program. We got one coaching client and so on. So I think that's really the reason that a lot of people in the beginning don't do research. But I can tell you that if you spend some time on research, this is really going to pay off so much. And if you are building a business, and if you know that you are going to be here for a long time, then please, please, please listen to me and do invest, do invest time and in research. Now, I want to say time and money. Let's take the money on side. For now, we don't need to invest any money. Let's just invest the time. So for creators, what do you need to research? Look, of course you need to research your competitors to figure out what they do, but you also need to research your topic, right? Your topic or topics. Research the content. What is it that you want to teach as creator? Where is your market? Who is your market? Are you going to put this on marketplace? And when I said marketplace, uh, just in case you don't understand, it is basically you create a course and you put it somewhere like uh, Skillshare, like uh, Udemy and such, so that they will, at least you think they will do marketing and things for you. But you know that, that was going on nine years ago when I started. But today, unless you do some of your own marketing, they're also not going to really do anything for you. I mean, that's really reality. That's why sometimes you'll see like amazing course and like three people signed up. And then you'll see another course. It's really not that great. It's like 15,000 people, right? So that's, that's a big difference. But you need to decide, is it marketplace versus your own site? Advantages and disadvantages. You know, I, I, I say, if you're here in the long run, think about your own site. Your marketplace is really just for credibility. There is really no money if you're just starting, even if you're long-term. You know, I mean, if you were there a long time, it wasn't money before, but not anymore. Unless you're 100% focusing on this, that's your business. That's all you do, folks, on Marketplace, which I don't recommend because Marketplace is just like social media. One time they shut you down, you lose everything. So you have to think of your own site to host your own content. Okay, so that's just briefly what you kind of research you need to do for creators. This is just really to give you an idea. Now, what if you are a coach? And most of us are coaches and content creators, most of us. So if you think of coaching, well, you have to figure out what kind of coaching you want to do. Are you going to do one-on-one -on -one coaching? Is that one-on-one -on -one in person? Is it online? You know, these days, you know, especially after COVID, everybody feels comfortable doing it really online. Most people, I would say, feel comfortable. It used to be also a lot of people just do over the phone. I personally don't like phone coaching because I, I really like to see, I need to see my client. I need to see reaction. My client also needs to see me, right? So it's, it's really important that personal touch, even if it's online, via web, it's, it's still okay. Are you going to do group coaching, which... You know, one-on-one -on -one coaching is great. I love it. But it, it all depends what is your business goal. If, um, 
if your business goal is, one of your business goals is either to increase, uh, you know, your revenue, uh, then, you know, a way to do it is a group coaching because you basically get the multiple payments for one thing that you do. It's not as personal, of course, as it is one-on-one, but maybe it's a combination of one-on-one and group. Are you doing it online or in person and so on? Another thing to consider is, uh, are you a general life coach? You know, I'm hearing in other countries, and I think I've heard this from one of my, one of our members, I'm not sure, was it Ireland or Scotland? They basically just seen life coach. Yeah, nobody wants to deal with life coach. You know, what is that? And I'm sure there are a lot of countries where that, that is that is a true. So you may want to think about your niche coaching. What is it that you really want to do? I often mention uh, one of my clients who was in my mastermind group, I believe two or three years ago. And, um, and she kept saying she wanted just to be habits coach. And although I am a habits you know, expert, that's what I've been doing research for the past you know, nine years or so, I didn't think that's going to work. And I tried to kind of talk to her to say, look, you know, you may want to think about more than just habits coaching. Guess what? She established an amazing business. That's what she does. That's what she is. She's known as a habits coach and she's doing really, really amazingly well. So is it possible? It is, right? Uh, so think about your niche coach, something that you that you are maybe really um when I say good at, I meant to say is that you had the troubles doing certain things. Maybe it's changing your habits. You overcome that, right, successfully. Here are the things that you did. So now you can help other people. And at the same time, you also have a lot of knowledge, research, and so on, so that you can be in that niche. So that would be really fun. All right. So. Another thing to research is, you know, SEO, search engine optimization. I'm not going to talk a lot about SEO, but I do want to mention this because this is really, people who use search engine optimization really well are really, really successful. People who use hashtags uh, inside social media are also very successful. People who know how to use them well. We're going to have some sessions that will be just talking about SEO and hashtags. But for now, I just want to tell you that uh, when you do the research, just look at SEO, look at the hashtags in your in your area of expertise, hashtags that, that people are using. Okay, so let's move to number two. What's number two? It's content creation. I like to start with, if you don't schedule it, it doesn't happen. So anything that you do, please make sure that it's anything that you want to do, need to do, like in this case, if, you, if you're creating content, please make sure that it's book on your calendar. Like if I look at your calendar right now and I don't see any book time for content creation, I'm not gonna, I'm going to tell you you are not content creator <laughs> because otherwise you wouldn't have time booked to create content. So this is really, really important. How often are you going to create content? I don't know, you have to decide. 
Some people do daily. You can do weekly. You can do monthly. Just please don't do. Don't do yearly. Once a year. That's not gonna work. It's not gonna work for any business. So if you are in content creation business, so you really need to schedule when you're going to be doing this. Really, really important. I personally like to when I do content creation to focus only on content creation for a few days. So do it in a chunks, get it done and you know be done with it. Because in reality, even if you have your studio and you have your webcam and you have your lights and you have everything set up, you know, it just takes a time just to get into that mood. You know, you'll be doing something else and you're gonna sit down and go, oh, I got to create the content and Okay, I have some ideas, but what am I gonna do? You know, rather than that, just prep everything, make sure what you're gonna be creating. Of course, you're not gonna just sit in front of camera and create the content, so you have to prep for it, right? Uh, and then uh, ideally, like I said, my recommendation would be to book a chunk of time and just be in front of the camera and start recording. Of course, do the prep work before that. If you are doing any social media posts, and I don't care what kind of, I don't care if it's just you know a text post, a meme, a video, I don't care what it is, you, you need to have some social media management tools, unless of course you are on one platform only. If you are just on Facebook and that's all you do, fine. Just use their tools and you don't have to use anything else. If you are on multiple social media, even if it's two, especially if it's more, then I highly recommend you social media uh, management tools. You schedule it there and you publish it from that tool. Schedule it there and you publish so that you don't have to go into each social media platform and post your content. Another thing, repurposing. Uh, sorry, let me start with organizing first. So when you create your content, regardless if this video, post, memes, I like to make sure that the content is well organized on my drive, whatever the drive is. Maybe it's in your you know, hard drive. Ideally, it's not there, but if it is, that's okay. Maybe it's on Google Drive, maybe it's on um, a Dropbox, whatever you hold it, organize it so that you can re use it later on, you can find it easily. And the last but not least is to repurpose it. This is the one thing that a lot of people are not using it correctly. And when you publish good piece of content, regardless what that is, blog, podcast, meme, post, if you see that does really well, right? You really want to repurpose it. You want to use that content in so many different ways. You know, if it was a video, you might want to create a blog out of the video. Then you want to take a, a look at the video and create the memes, maybe multiple memes. Then you want to look at the video and create it in the uh, portrait mode. And maybe you're going to use it for, you know, uh, Instagram Reels or YouTube shorts. Uh, basically, you really want to take one piece of good content and repurpose it on different places. So just keep that in mind that repurposing is really, really important.
Okay, so let's move to email list. And this is, you know, everybody tells me, well, not everybody, many people tell me. I don't have an email list. And, you know, maybe I have a few people and how do I get started? And again, I mentioned it earlier, it's easy for these people that have hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people on their email list. Well, you know what? Get started, you know, get started. So email list, every email really count. Uh, if you think when people post the ads, you know that one email could easily cost you 10 US dollars. One single email can cost you 10 US dollars. So now you can see how it's really worth it, the time, how important it is for your business because people wouldn't be spending money just to get emails. So it's really, really important. So how are you going to get it? Well, you know, start maybe from your personal social media accounts. Maybe you want to create a little form, create a landing page, create a little form and say, hey, friends, you know, here's what I'm doing, by the way. You, know, you may want to sign up and get on my email list. Why would they sign up? Well, you might have a little, you know, lead magnet. Maybe it's the PDF file. Maybe it's, uh, you know, three lecture course. Doesn't have to be nothing crazy, but but you need to give something to people because that's what we all used to these days in order for us to give email. Another thing with email is that people often give a fake email or, or rather email that they never use. Well, guess what? That's why you need what's called double opt-in. You want, you want, once they give email, you want to send them email and say, hey, by the way, to continue, go check your email and click there so that you can get this PDF, so you can be signed up to, um, to our email list. So double opt-in is very, very important for many different reasons, and uh, it's going to be, if not required, in many countries for a reason. So that, that's really important. Now, uh, so you can also get it from business social media accounts. If you already have a business social media, maybe there's a page that you might have for business, you can get it there. Uh, you can also get it by, you know, if you publish, let's say you have a blog and or podcasts or posts, you can share that. And then when they come to your blog, to your blog page, rather, right? It could be that pop-up that says, hey, by the way, here's the, you know, get this 10, you know, lectures, uh, free course to sign up for my, you know, email list or, you know, get this PDF, believe it or not. And this is something I'm still struggling with because I don't really create many PDFs, but basically people still claiming that PDFs are still like one of the key lead magnets and people love them. Are they going to use them? I don't know. Many people just sign up, they look at it and they don't really use them. But then you need to create that follow-up sequence so that you keep sending emails to these people so they don't, they don't, they don't forget about you. You may want to be guest on the shows. What kind of show? Well, there are so many podcasts and podcasters that are looking for your expertise. And uh, you may just want to be on their show and boom, you know, now you, 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 you're, you're, uh, you'll be able to expand your email list. Uh, maybe you're doing presentations, maybe you're doing workshops, maybe you're doing public speaking engagements. You know, I know that 
I used to do a lot of these and I would always have a sign-up list, you know, uh, uh, in front. So, hey, you want to get my emails, my newsletter, my such and such, please sign up here. And that's how I used to collect. I mean, I think people, <laughs> people forget that how we got emails before. It wasn't always with lead magnets. You know, this is a new thing, at least for me, the old guy, all right? Uh, uh, that's, you know, we used to just collect that in person. But again, you know, there are so many different ways to collect to, uh, emails and, uh, and you really, really, really need to, need to work on it. Let's move on to what I call the maintenance. Now, as far as the maintenance, there is a, I want to talk about, uh, there's a business maintenance and there's an email list maintenance. There's a social media uh, maintenance. And honestly, there's just so much work that needs to be done. I know people just tell you, well, it's really no big deal. Well, it, it is. And you will really need to do a lot of work in order to maintain your email list. Uh, you also want to look at if, if people never open your email list, your emails rather, it's better just to get rid of them. So like every couple of months, you may want to remove people. Although you, you may think, well, you know what, if I remove these, I don't know, 50 people, I'm only going to have 10 left. Well, if these 50 never really open your email, it's better not to have them on email list because that's going to hurt you on long run. As far as social media, you know, if you, if you do want to focus on social media, you really need to be involved, which means you need to be engaged. You need to be not just posting, but uh, uh, commenting on people, you know, other posts, then re responding, replying to people who commented on your post and so on. Um, and, and like I said, as far as to help you with uh, posting maintenance, you may want to uh, consider uh, management, social media management sites. So there is a lot to do with the maintenance, but that's really part of the business and, you know, Nothing to be nothing to be scared of. It just it just needs to be done, and something that you know you just need to you just need to think about it. That like I said, just needs to be done. So uh, so with that said, what I would like to do now is I would like to go to our uh, thirty day action plan for content creators and coaches. So what I recommend, let's go from day one to day 30, what I really recommend you folks do. So on day one, I would like you to outline and really understand your roles. Now, we talked about business roles earlier for you as solopreneur, as entrepreneur, as, as you know, small business owner, as somebody who like, all of us, most of us started just by themselves or right? one person. And I'd like you to understand these roles because, because you're going to have to be playing all these roles in the beginning. And why is that important? Because most people say, well, you know, I, I, know, I know how to create a course and, uh, you know, I got the camera and I got the script and, uh, you know, I, I, I really know this content. It's really not going to be a big deal. But you have to think of everything else. Creating that course is just a step number one. If you can't build your list, if you cannot sell the course, 
you know, in, you know, <laughs> sorry to say it, I don't mean to disappoint you, but that's not going to do anything for your business by itself, right? So we'll have to do a lot more than just create a course. So please understand the roles, understand what needs to be done. If you're doing a part-time, it's fine. So many of us did just Someone that and doing this part-time, right? But uh, but just understand all these roles so that uh, you can book different time slots to do different uh, jobs, if you will. And or you may want to think about having somebody help you out. It was funny, right? Uh, uh, Google was just talking to me. Somebody's at the doorbell. Well, I have a presentation to do. Sorry, I can't go there. All right, so let's move to day number two. When day number two comes, I would like you to decide and create, unless you create already, one social media channel. And this one social media channel really needs to be well done. It needs to have you know, updates about you, your profile, you know, the image, whatever is necessary um, so you can already start marketing yourself, right? So think about that social channel. If you already have one, maybe now is the time to look at it and see what you need to do to, um, what do you need to do to update that channel? What do you need to do so that the channel will look really professional and good? if you are doing this as a business. And this can really easily be done in two days. So I know it's gonna be a lot of work on these day one, day two, first five days. Oh, it's gonna be a lot of work, all 30 days. But, but in the beginning, I know it's gonna be, I know it's gonna be a lot, but let's, uh, so let's start with that. Then day three is to decide and act on your email provider. I have so many colleagues who are, have a business doing this really well for so many years. And yet, and yet they don't really have a, a large email list, if any. You know, they try to send their email, you know, from their email client, you know, instead of from email provider as a real business. They're trying to add people manually to email list and so on. It's it, it's a mess. So decide and, and get that email provider. There are so many places where you can get it for free, you know, from MailChimp that I had for like so many years, I guess it's still free uh, and, and others, but decide and get it done. Ideally, you really want this to be on your business platform if you are creating one, but if you want to get something, you know, quick and dirty, just get an email provider, and just get started with this. Okay. Here's a key focus decision. There's something I call WBR. And it's, it's actually right big sign <laughs> on my wall right here. It says WBR. I can look at it every morning. What's my WBR? WBR stands for what brings me revenue. And I have to look at this every morning because I get stuck with a million things to do. They all kind of needs to be done, but you know, sometimes. You work for days and none of these things bring you revenue in short term or long term. So you really need, need to think about what brings you revenue and your focus needs to be on what brings you revenue. WBR, WBR, keep telling yourself. Now, regardless if it's coaching 
or content creation. It doesn't really matter, right? Doesn't really matter if it's coaching. Did you create your coaching program, right? What's going to bring you revenue? What's going to bring you revenue? If it's content creation, what's going to bring you revenue? And so on. Now we're moving to, and you know, even if you just list this, you know, in the beginning, I'm not saying you will be doing a task that will bring you revenue immediately. They will not, right? It's going to take a while. But, and this is not get rich quick. You know, I don't teach that. <laughs> All I teach is that it's going to take a while. It's going to be hard work. You have to stick to it. You have to be consistent. But if you do, if you do, yes, I guarantee success if you do. <laughs> okay, so let's move to day five to seven. We talked about research and what we need to do on research. So let's research our competition. Let's look at ideas. Let's look at content. Let's look at how we're going to create these videos, if any. Are we going to do headshot? Are we just going to do um, a slides with the audio? Are we going to do just voiceover? Um, are we going to have somebody? I mean, there's just so many different ways, but decide, especially on the first one, decide how you're going to do it. And Whatever decision you make, stick to it. It doesn't really matter. Again, a lot of folks just keep changing. I can do this. Then they see something else. I can do this. Then, you know, I can do this. Just come up with one. Stick to it. Day 8 to 10. Here's decision for content creators. Are you putting this on marketplace or are you hosting your own? Are you doing marketplace or are you hosting your own? Hosting your own, of course, is going to cost you more. And, and it is, you know, it's a long term, but this is where your business is going to be. Again, my recommendation, do it your own. It might take you maybe a few years to make some money. I mean, I'm sorry again to say this. You may get money next month, right? It all depends how much time you can put into the business. But make a decision for the first course. Okay. Day 11 to 20, what are we good doing now? Okay, so we're creating a content, even if we are coaches, even if we are coaches, we want to create a content so that we're going to create credibility. This is why we're doing this content. We're doing the content for credibility purpose only right now. That's all we're doing. So that when people Google us, they go, hmm, they created this course, this guy, this person, this lady, they must be an expert because otherwise, how would they publish all of this, right? So you are an expert and you have to prove it. And this is where you do your credibility piece. Uh, so day 11 to 12, I'd like you to do the program outline. Again, regardless if it's course or coaching, coaching is your outline of your offerings, right? What are you offering? Uh, outline of your uh, first kind of coaching, and then um, packages. I always tell people offer packages. Don't just do hey, here's you know here's what I charge for one, one, one session, because you cannot unless you are really <laughs> I'm not that good. You can help somebody in one session good for you. I mean, in reality, you can definitely help, right? One session can you know change somebody's life, right? But in the long run, people probably need well more than one session. So. So you want to create your, uh, maybe it's it's uh, coaching offerings, maybe it's a uh, uh, course outline and so on, but finalize the program content. And maybe if, you, if you're creating scripts, I don't know, 
then maybe you want to write a script. If you just like to do what I do, which is, hey, I just pop on and I do things, then maybe you just want to have, have a few bullets. Again, that, that's my approach and that's how I teach. That's how I think I'm the most you know, engaging uh, for myself, but, but hopefully what I hear from my audience, from my audience as well. Okay, now we're gonna do filming. So I didn't put here that you create that, put that studio or webcam or whatever it is that needs to be done, of course, but now we are going to do filming. And like I said, I, I gave you this three days to do filming. We have everything ready. And this could be just, you know, six lectures. And honestly, this filming could be done in two, three days with no problem at all. I know that's prep for that studio that's required again. Put it somewhere here between day 21. I didn't give you exactly that, that uh, when you're gonna do it, but please, you, you know that needs to be done as well, we talked about. Okay. What are we doing day 24 and 28? Uh, day 24 and 28, we are going to do publishing. So we go, need to now take all this content and publish it either on our site or somewhere else, right? So now it's going, going on site. And then day 29, we are doing promotion. The course is done. Now we can easily promote it. One thing I wanted to say that's really important is that you know, I told you now that you're going to promote from day 29 on, but in reality, in reality, let's say you already have at least one program. And then you know your next program is gonna come out three months from now. You can and should, and should start promoting it, right? Give yourself enough time so that you can get enough audience. Start promoting it earlier. Again, so many different promotion ways to promote it. Uh, maybe you have your promo video already done. Maybe you want to promote it before you even created that course. Maybe you want to create it, but not publish it yet. Again, so many different ways, but promotion really is the key you know, to selling and uh, to basically let people know what is it that you have and you can, you can offer them? Become the Life Success Academy founding member. Go to academyoflifesuccess.com and click on founding member to get 60% off full membership.